Hello, I'm Dr. Jimmy Smith. Very thankful for this another wonderful opportunity to share the Word of God. We're in the book of James and chapter 1 as we consider verses 26 and 27. The Bible says, If any man among you seem to be religious and bridle not his tongue, but deceive his own heart, this man's religion is vain. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction, and to keep himself unspotted from the world. James, as he writes under the inspiration of God, he speaks to us concerning Christian growth and Christian maturity and Christian development. We're thankful for salvation, but many believers unfortunately stop at salvation instead of continuing in the Lord, to walk with the Lord, to learn more of Him, to study the Bible, to seek to apply the Bible to our life so that we may live in a manner that pleases the Lord and so that the Lord may be able to use us to do those things that matter for eternity. And here in James, he talks about Christian growth and Christian maturity. At the moment of salvation, we are babes in Christ, but we are to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and to develop and to become strong in God. And we know that we are growing when verse 26 says, our speech change. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Note again here in James in chapter 1 and verse 26, if any man among you seem to be religious, seem to have a relationship with the Lord, seem to appear to love God and seem to appear to walk with the Lord. The text says, and bridle not his mouth, but his words are out of control. As we think of the sins of the tongue, we think of the words that come out of our mouth, which proceed out of our heart. That if I seem to be religious, but if I use profanity, that suggests that I'm not as strong in the Lord as I appear to be. Or if I lie better than the rug, every other word that comes out of my mouth is, is not true. It reveals that I may appear to be uh, walking with the Lord, but I'm not. Or those words that are offensive uh, to people, etc., etc. Words that bring harm, words that tear down, words that do not encourage, do not edify, do not instruct. All of that suggests that my heart is not as close to God as I want people to think I am. My words will reveal the condition of my heart. And what a great what a great statement here in James chapter 1 and verse 26. If any man among you seem to be religious, if anyone seems to really love the Lord, it will manifest in what they say and how they say it, or perhaps even what they refuse to say after meeting Jesus and walking with Jesus. And then it goes on to say, and bridle not his tongue. The tongue is out of control. This person 
deceive his own heart. And this man's religion is vain. It is empty. They're just a pretender, just an actor. It is not authentic. It is not genuine. It's just going through the motions to deceive not only oneself, but others as well. What a great statement. Listen to what people say. And by listening to what people say and what people will not say, what they refuse to say, is a revelation of the context and condition of their heart. And if the words offend, uh, it may not be long before they will do something else. Um, If the words are afflicting a person, it may not be long before their hands will afflict. Because again, the word is a revelation of the condition and the nature of the heart. In verse 27, this says pure religion, a pure relationship, a genuine relationship, an authentic relationship, a sincere relationship with the Lord in my heart will motivate me to do some things will motivate me to think a certain way and will motivate me to speak a certain way as well. Verse 27, pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. A person who truly is devoted to God, truly sold out to the Lord. They will have a heart of love, a heart of compassion to seek to be a blessing, not to bring harm to people, but to bless people and to bless people at a time when they're down. It says here, pure religion and undefiled before God and the father is this to visit the fatherless and widows when in their affliction to show empathy, to show compassion, to show love, to show concern, and to help someone when, particularly when they're down, when there is a loss, when they're grieving, when they're burdened. And God says he will put in our heart a heart to love people, to be nice to people, to to be kind to people. I think of the great passage here in 1 Corinthians and chapter 13 as it speaks to us concerning the love that God wants to work within our spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the teacher of Scripture and he helps us to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior. And when we are growing and when we are truly tight with the Lord and strong in the Lord, it will manifest itself by the way we treat one another. Note the text. Here it is in First Corinthians in chapter 13 as we consider verse 4. Charity or love suffer long and is kind. Love envy not. Love boasts not itself. Is not proud. Verse 5. Do not behave itself unseemingly. Seek not her own is not easily provoked. Think no evil. Rejoice not in 
wickedness, but rejoice in the truth. That divine love will bear all things, believe all things, hope all things, endure all things, and that love will never fail. But where there is prophecy, they shall fail. But where there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. But we see that love will never fail. And the love of God, agape love, is manifested in the believer's heart because of a relationship. And so again, we know that we're growing in the Lord. We know that we're changing and we're walking with God and getting closer to God by what proceed out of my mouth. My mouth will reveal the content and the condition of my heart. And we know that we are growing because of a passion to help someone else. When we come to the conclusion and the realization that it's not about me, but Lord, how can I bring your glory through my service to help someone else? What a great text. I love the book of James, James and chapter one. I'm back in James chapter one. Let's pick up again in verse 26. If any man among you seem to be religious and bridle not his tongue, but deceive his own heart, this man's religion is vain, pure, whole, complete, true religion or relationship with God and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction. And then it says, and to keep himself, herself, unspotted from the world. We know that we're growing when my words are pleasing unto the Lord, number one. And number two, when I have a passion and a desire to be a blessing to people, to love people, to serve people, to help people, particularly when they're down. And number three, when I have a passion for holiness. What's wrong with that? Holiness, living right, living morally, living ethically, living righteously because God is righteous and God is holy. And if we say that we're walking with the Lord, well, my life will say it before my words. My life will bring evidence to the fact that I have a relationship with the living God. In Colossians chapter 3, as we consider this great passage, note the text beginning in verse 1. If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Will Christ sit on the right hand of God? Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For you are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Verse 5. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence or desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry, for which things sake the wrath of God come on the children of disobedience, in the which you also walked some time when you lived in, in them. But now you also put off all these anger, 
wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. What a great truth. Verse 12, put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things put on love, which is the bond of perfectness, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also you are called in one body, and be ye thankful. One more verse. We have to look at this great passage, verse 16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another, in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Beloved, we're thankful for salvation. We thank God for redemption. We thank God for his grace and for his mercy and for saving our soul. Now he wants you and I to develop a relationship with the living God, to permit, to allow God to work upon us, to change us, to mold us, and to the people of God, the people that God is calling for in this evil present age. And we know that we're growing. We know that we're changing. We know that God has reached our heart when my speech changed, when my words changed, when I stopped the profanity, stopped the lying, stopped the vicious talk, the mean talk, etc., and when we have a desire to help people who are down, who are afflicted, and when we also have a desire to live holy unto the Lord. A good life is to live right. And a good life is to help somebody. That's a good life. That's a good purpose. That's a good day, a day that's not wasted. Lord, help us to stay connected to you so that you may change our heart and use our words to build up and not tear down, to edify, to encourage, and help us to be a blessing to people who are hurting. Help us not to be selfish, but help us to be interested in the well-being of those who are not doing well and give us a passion for righteousness to walk with the living God. What an honor. What an honor. Granted to be so, we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.